I'm not a scientist, I'm not an expert in footballs, I'm not an expert in football measurements. I can't put on the football. It's so goddamn hard to hold on to it. Week nine, Fantasy Millionaires wrapping up Monday night's game with you. I got Stack, Scott Stack Simpson, and I'm Mike Cash Collins, and we're doing our thing here live on a Monday night. What's what's popping? I, I got to say, who are you, and uh, what have you done with my co-host? Um, I don't recognize you, sir. You, you, you look uh, completely different. The man that I love and know has a big, bushy beard just like me. Who are you, and what have you done with Mike Collins? Do you think Viking Beard Oil will still sponsor this little Jason Priestley 90210 beard? You look like you went straight to, like, the 80s. You're like, Do you have, like, leather gloves on with holes in them and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I went from Trump to Biden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, you know, um, the other day we were out boating, you, you and myself uh, and another friend, uh, out on the water, out on the on the Potomac River, right in Washington, D.C. It was the day after the election. It was Wednesday. N- a pin could have dropped in the town. Nobody was there. Nobody was on the water but us. And- What's happening and here? We, we just Hold got on. phased out on the Internet. We're back. We're back. Um, okay. Yeah, we, we look like three straight Trumpers. We had red hats, we had bushy beards, pea coats. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a thing. Uh, but we survived. We made it through, and uh, you, you shaved it off. Uh, tell me, how do you feel right now with no beard? I'm not going to say there wasn't moments of sadness, you know. I mean, but this beard has it. When you grow a beard like that, it takes work. Like you have to go through, you know, there's peaks and there's valleys, you know, and you, the valleys for me lately are flossing and regularly getting hairs in between my teeth. And those, those, some of the bitches are hard to get out. Like if you get a little mustache hair in between your teeth over here, like next thing you're just, you're sitting there and it's just sitting there and you then, then the floss is getting caught with it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say like when the barber started shaping it up, there was this moment where I was like in the Wolf of Wall Street. He 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 he's about to resign. And then he's like, I'm not going to fucking do it. I'm not going to do it. You're not getting rid of me. I was starting to feel that way. I was like, I'm gonna keep it, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm sick of it. So nah, it'll be back. It'll, it'll, it'll. I think what I'll do next, uh, 2021, I'll, I'll start it at the beginning of the season and and grow it for a full season. So okay, I like it. You know, I, I've had my beard since um, October of 2019. I've been pimping this bad boy, so it's been a whole year for me. And I was impressed, man. I, I thought yours was a little longer than it was. Yours was, was only like three, four months. So it wasn't five months. Five, five months. months. Yeah, you, you yeah. weren't you weren't rocking it out. So, um, but you know what? I, I do love the beard talk. But you know what? My beard's not going anywhere, folks. So don't worry. If you're there for if you're here for the beard, if you, you love the beard, uh, you know, stick around. We got more to come. Less beard related, more NFL related. Uh, let me just ask you, what popped for you in Week Nine? What stood out for you, uh, and why was it? Josh Allen. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You go. You go. Um, 
Uh, a few things popped. Um, Jake Luton. Mm. He he. You mean spin yeah. spin move Luton? He he looked he he threw that nice ball to Chark right at the beginning of the game. Um, kind of keeps the Jags fantasy relevant. Um, that popped. Uh, the Alex Smith fear was part of week nine. It's just so scary now that he's back there again. I just, I, I want, I just don't want, I really don't want to see anything bad happen to that dude. Um, I mean, but he got a touchdown. That was cool. Yeah. Um, no, wait, 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 wait. Let's say he didn't get a touchdown. He threw a ball and yeah. then Terry McLaurin got a touchdown because that dude, whoa, 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 love that guy. It counts though. It counts. It does. Pretty cool. Three interceptions. Those counted too. So yeah, he. It, I mean, uh, it's not. It's not going to be a, a a great Disney ending or anything like that. But. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the Mighty Ducks. It might be the Mighty Fox. So no, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, quote quote of the week, Scott Hansen. Um, that scene where um, Philip Rivers was lying on his back trying to tackle. <laughs> Yeah, he said <laughs> Philip Rivers flailing his arms like he's playing playing on the carpet with one of his nine kids. <laughs> that, was, that, was <laughs> that was definitely the quote of the week for me. Oh, I love Scott Hansen. I gotta tell you, I uh I, I definitely went heavy bone with it and I, I tweeted out a, a gif. I made a gif or a little still you know, I zoomed in on Philip Rivers. So if you go back and check my my Twitter feed, Nimble W Numbers, earlier today, you'll see that video uh, shrunken down into like a four-second clip of just him stumbling, falling down, and then as he goes by, just going, ah! it, was, it, was so, it was classic Philip Rivers. I loved every second of it. Uh, yeah, it got me going this morning. I was like, I'm so tired. I got, oh, content. Look at Philip Rivers. Oh, I got to do something with this. So. Yeah, it was perfect. And then he just laid there like he was getting ready to do snow angels. Like <laughs> he was just so defeated. Well, my favorite thing is I'm playing the the Philip Rivers pick them every game. If I'm if I'm betting betting man, if I got DK in the neighborhood uh, now that Maryland legalized, we might we might have DraftKings sooner than later. Hopefully, we do. Um, I'm taking the interception over every week with him, and and you know he's already thrown like. Two or three pick sixes. <laughs> he's he's a touchdown machine just for the other team, you know. And so I I do love it against a tough matchup in the Ravens where you, you didn't think he was going to do well and he didn't. So that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect sums up the day. And that was in the beginning of the day. So <laughs> did you see uh, Lambo getting bucked too? Like he was about to to he got into a scrum. Looked like he was about to try and fight somebody no i missed that tell me about that i mean i don't know i I just wonder if you remember it i just it was like one of those things that like red zone went through real quick and i was like is lambo trying to get like a kicker trying to get buck that's dangerous stuff right there bro can't hurt your little pearly pearly feet man that's not good yeah so what so what was it was somebody coming up on his turf did somebody block into him or rough the kicker something yeah there I, I don't know exactly what happened then there was a scrum and the next thing you know like red zones on it and then you just see lambo looking like he's about to like clock somebody i'm like what are you doing dude like you are this is like in the nfl they routinely just demoralize and beat up their kickers i mean i i remember reading stories of biographies of like bo jackson and like 
Joe Gibbs and stuff like in the eighties, they, you do. I mean, I know kickers have gotten a little bit bigger and stronger, but I just, I thought that was wild seeing mm. them go out there getting buck. Well, you know what? I mean, you're not going to see him out there getting buck anymore because he suffered a hip injury on Sunday during that loss to Houston. Uh, and he's out for the season. So, you yeah. know, sorry, Josh, you know, you didn't, yeah, I mean, he had a 59-yard field goal, so good for him. Little kicker shine, you know. Right now, if CD Carter ever did listen to our show, he's, uh, you know, definitely uh, got got the ears pricked up. They're talking kicker, um, but yeah, these kickers, man, I don't know what's going on. You got to cal- calm down, calm down, guys. Another moment of of melancholy struck me as uh, Scott Hansen was like, "We are halfway through oh, the yeah. regular season, 128 games." Yeah, yeah that was, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's pour a little out um, for all the losers and the haters and, uh, you know, all the winners. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, you know. hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys are doing good. Um, so we only have trade talk um, in our league. We go to the 27th. So we, we only have a few more segments of this. Um, yeah. So tra- trade deadlines, I think, in a lot of leagues start this week. Yeah. So you might get um, more weeks in of the trades. Get them in. Get yeah. them in if you can. Um, yeah, we both we we talked a second before the show. We both were kind of like, I don't really have anybody because it's kind of like kind of obvious. I mean, yeah, I, I want tra- <laughs> what, what do you give me for? Travis Kelsey, you know. Mm, oh, right, right. Well, yeah, what do you what do you give me for DK Metcalf? Uh, so, here's somebody that I think is possible to get. Although I do think who's ever held on to this guy, like me in mm-hmm. our main money league, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for them to give it up. But I, I would try and get Raheem Mostert right now. That's somebody that I think um, you might not have to give you. Especially if he's out again, um, and you have RB twos that you're willing to sacrifice, you know you 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 have a, a stable. I would give up a good RB two to get an RB one for him. So that's that's somebody that I think is kind of worth banding about. Uh, what do you think about that? You know, I like it. I think with with their team in flux, particularly at the quarterback position. With, with Garoppolo not being in the lineup anymore, you know, I think you're going to need to rely on the ground game. And you saw it last week with Richie James, who, you know, later I'll mention him in our waiver wire section because, you know, it, it, you need somebody back there who's going to get the touches. I mean, I think Cal Shanahan's playing the Bill Belichick game a lot. He's like, we're just going to see how it goes. You know, uh, he's got a few ideas. He doesn't tell anybody else about him. So it is tricky. But I think once it get, we get Mostert back, it'll be a clear – you're going to play that guy as long as he's healthy. Uh, yeah, so I do like that. See, Just talk to the owner. See how they're doing. They might be out of it already, or they might be you know, waiting, and they need to get a win this week. So they're like, yeah, I'll give All him right. up. He's not playing this week. Um, I like it. I, I'm going to say Jerry Judy, uh, you know, somebody who I think has potential to really bust out. Um, he did last week, you know, scoring over 25 fantasy points for the first time in his career. You know, a couple of touchdowns. He looked great. He looked great. Uh, I heard Scott Barrett on his Fantasy Points podcast talking last week about how some of the film grinders that he talked to in the industry were really upset because Judy was one, is already one of the best route runners in the league now. 
and mm. all the different separation that he could get on folks. Uh, just Locke is not accurate. He's not looking his way. And uh, I think you got a lot of those uh, feelings. People always say like, oh, you know, uh, he, he's just, uh, uh, you know, not a good quarterback. So it downgrades Judy. Well, it's true. But when he does connect with Judy, you saw what happened last week when they're coming back in a, or yesterday when they're coming back on a garbage roll. So, you know, I, I really do like Judy as somebody you might be able to get uh, from, from an unsuspecting, maybe somebody kind of on the fringe, not, not really caring that much about their wide receiver four because he hasn't been anything for them yet. So Al almost not a garbage roll. The freaking Falcons, dude. I mean, well, that true. was crazy. <laughs> oh man. I would have felt so bad if they lost that game. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tonight uh i think he might have a donut which i think helps uh your ability to get him um he's been nicked up a lot this season but i think uh you might be able to get him on the cheap especially if he has a bad game tonight i i would like to target jameson crowder in leagues uh, i think i think he might be somebody that you can get nice and cheap well, he can. He probably can. I have him in a few leagues. I know I'd be willing to to move off of him. Uh, you know, I think the problem with that offense is that they suck. They do. <laughs> you they know, do. they do. They do. They, they do. But uh, you know, generally he he gets seven targets or more a game. So um, you know, he's had double digit targets in you know all the games he's been healthy, basically. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I think it's a good play. Um, you know what? I, I, I think that's it for me. Anybody else that you're thinking that you might be able to get on the trade block this week? Uh, I, I, another injured guy, maybe go after Kenny Galladay. Mm. Um, you know, people, you know, you go after, you know, I mean, you're taking risk too, but there might be people who, you know, owners that are just tired of dealing with the headache of owning that dude. So, yeah, um, you might be able to get him on the cheap. So those are those are my suggestions. So yeah, but Bo McBig time jumped in there with Kareem Hunt. You know, what? I, I'm a Kareem Hunt owner in all of my leagues. Got him in Scott Fish. Got him in the Big Money League. Uh, you know, I, I I'm not gonna let go of him. I know that people get scared because the uh, you know our guy Chubb was kind of pulled off the IR. But don't be scared. That makes I like I like that suggestion though. That's good thinking. It is a good suggestion. That's I'm a just, perfect. That's a perfect person for trade talk because yes. people are going to be a little bit scared with Chubb and you of know, course. of yeah. course, he he's got great value uh, right now. Baker Mayfield though straddling the COVID list. Watch that. See what's going on. He doesn't have it, but there's a close contact. They said so. Whew, we're in another era, brother. You got to keep your COVID head on a swivel. Um, but hopefully, we we turn a corner and we can all kind of move past this in 2021. Uh, what 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 else you got on the trade front? Anybody else or you want to jump into uh, elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate? Let's do some elevate, brother. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start. And, and I got to say, last week, we kind of buried the Cowboys. And uh, we, were, we were both you know, very vociferous about it. And I, I led the way. And I've got uh, C.D. Lamb on my team. And I didn't play him. I was like, ugh. He caught a touchdown. He had over 16 fan or 15 fantasy points. He, he looked good still. You know, he dropped a few passes, too, that he could have had even more points on. So um, I, I, I'm I'm going to say, depending on what happens next week, if Gilbert is still in, if things are still going, I, I think he is somebody you can put back in your flex. Um, I, I'm not worrying uh, about, you know, for him, he's going to get that volume, I think, just being in the middle of the field, particularly uh, you get less time for plays to develop. 
The Cowboys line has not been good this year. Uh, it's just not. They, they, they've lost several starters. So I, I like CeeDee Lamb, though. I'm putting him back from my bench back into my starting lineup. He fits – that guy, Garrett Gilbert, fits the mold for making that the, the players on that team viable again because the line is just so beat up that you, you have to have a mobile quarterback. So, yeah, you know, all, all of a sudden they bring this guy off the practice squad and, uh, you know, he's he's running 25-yard tr- chunk plays and, um, you know, can move around in the pocket. He still sucks. But for fantasy, um, yeah, I think it brings those guys. It, it puts it puts some some oxygen back into uh, that team as far as fantasy purposes. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, um, that's my first one. I just wanted to get that off my chest because I was talking to, to Mike about changing my team name and moving off of CDs TDs to you know maybe uh, you know Mister Unlimited, but he's limited himself last game. To several turnovers so i you know matt ryan outscored him i got him on my bench too uh we're under critical evaluation time for mr russ here so yeah, i'm gonna right. with, yeah i know we're sticking with cds tds what we're gonna do for now um all right i got a wide receiver for you um week 10 i like tim patrick oh i like that call as well yeah. again we're trying to pick fringe guys you know not obvious um so Patrick has um, he's had a big role in that offense Um, and uh, in week 10 they play the Las Vegas the Vegas Raiders the Raiders Vegas Uh, yeah Uh, so uh, week 9 I think he had 9 targets Um, he uh, he's playing not a very good corner, Trayvon Mullen. Uh, Vegas, Vegas is is horrible in in coverage. They just they give up a lot of points. So I like all three of those wide receivers. Uh, I like Judy. I like Hamler. I like Patrick. I think they're all viable options. Um, you know, as a flex, uh, especially in deeper leagues, and they will be guys I'm throwing into different fantasy lineups as well. Yeah, no, I, I like that. daily fantasy. Yeah, no, I think I think that's good. Um, you know, I think somebody who immediately gets elevated. By the way, not that it's it you know needs to be said, but Mike Davis, uh, Christian McCaffrey is hurt. If you're a Christian McCaffrey owner and you're like, whoop whoop whoop, well, nope nope nope, he is hurt. His shoulder got banged up, and so Mike Davis. I hope you didn't do anything with Mike Davis. I wouldn't have done anything with him. Maybe traded him, moved him for something beforehand. I don't know to the McCaffrey owner possibly, but. Uh, he's back and make sure you get him in your lineups this week because he's going to be back to, you know, RB1 status. And that's yeah. in that offense. I mean, that's a top 10 back every week. So um, if you could trade for him or, or, you know, I don't know how that works, too. He'd be somebody you could try to try to sneak over on, you know. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is putting himself together a nice season, too, you know, in terms of fantasy points. Um, he's he's just routinely, you know, getting the ball in the end zone one way or the other. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, uh, Mike Davis is he's going to be back in, uh, you know, uh, the upper sixes in DFS world for a price. So, yeah, he, he, he and you should be um, Bowen big time jumping in uh, somebody last week. Speaking of DFS priced at forty eight hundred. My man, John Brown. Uh, I, I think John Brown is definitely an elevate uh, in this offense. Uh, 
Josh Allen elevates everybody. He mm-hmm. he elevates. I mean, I mean, he he does. You know, I mean, look at look at Moss. Moss is crushing it as well. So um, yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of the John Brown uh, call up. That's a great kind of flex play. Um, I do like that. This that's from Bowman Big Time. You know, we also have a couple. You know, my guy Michael Reedy. It looks like he's changed his name to the Waiver Wire Wonder. All right, Michael. I love that. That's awesome. Me and Mike are both fans of, of, of Michael Reedy. Shout out the Undroppables and that whole crew over there. They're great guys. Um, he says Curtis Samuel. What do you think about that? Uh, he was definitely on my waiver wire ads. Um, you know, he just um I I actually, you know, wanted to point that out. You know, the CMC injury. Uh it 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 adds value to Samuel because I he looks great. When yeah. they get him back there and give him the ball. I mean, yeah, he looks like Alvin Kamara. That's what he's just, he's got that squiddy kind of movement to him. You know, he's so quick and he finds these little pockets and exploits them. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's great. He was on my uh, uh, waiver wire, but um, yeah, he's probably owned in a lot of leagues too. So I was going to mention that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like it. I, I They are playing the Bucks, So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't put him as somebody that I necessarily um, want to start first. That you know that defense. Um, I think I would probably be a little hesitant, but um, but if if you're thin, he's definitely a viable option. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I like it. And and elevating players is key during this time, picking the right guys off of the waiver wire. Uh, I think having a DFS mindset kind of going forward, we're, we're moving into week 10. Now you, you only have about six, seven weeks left to win, you know, and, and if you're in the, in the hunt for the playoffs to get in most playoffs start, you know, week 14. So you've got, this is four weeks left until the end of the regular season. So you got to make hay right now, which means you might have to look at players who you wouldn't normally consider, uh, and so I understand Curtis Samuel might not be the first choice, but uh, I mean, he's been consistently getting targets and carries the carries is what gets me too. like, mm-hmm. he even got some carries yesterday with CMC back. So um, yeah, I, I think he's a sneaky little play. We'll see how he's priced this week uh, in, in DFS. Uh, my guy, Michael Reedy says he's only 33% rostered, which I mean, that makes sense. He, you know, in the beginning of the year season, he didn't really do anything. Um, but I think that is a good, uh, good pickup. Bo says it's time to party. Uh, I, I need more. I need more information, Bo. Uh, <laughs> Bo likes to party. Bo knows party. Bo does know party. Man, what does not Bo know? I don't know. Uh, no, I, I like it. Um, well, anybody else you're thinking about? Yeah, I've, I, I've got, I've got um, a couple running backs, tight end, and quarterback. So that's you know that's that's the way we try and do. It. We try and pick the guys for elevate that you might not elevate and you know, we make a case for him. So um, here's a guy that I think everyone's going to be tempted to sit this next week. Um, especially if he has a concussion. <laughs> oh, I mean, um, Redful, 2.1 yards per carry David Montgomery. Uh, if he, if he is active and he is, he is playing this Sunday. I, I expect him to go right back into the RB2 role that he's been all season long. Um, I think that they're going to play the Vikings. So um, uh, my prediction as far as game script is um, that it's going to be m- more of an ugly game. Um, 
that's how it typically is with the Bears. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the Bears actually are good against the run. Um, you know, they held Derrick Henry to 68 yards. So I think that that game is not high scoring, and I think that fits in well with David Montgomery. Now, obviously, if he doesn't get through concussion protocol, then uh, then the other back that I have for the segment is somebody that I think a lot of people would probably start anyway, but, um, you know, had high expectations this past week. Uh, Chase Edmonds, um, uh, you know, had a decent, decent fantasy week. Um, this coming week, however, he faces the Bills, mm-hmm. who have the worst rush defense in the league. So, um, I'll take Chase Edmonds all day. Yeah, you know, I like that. Uh, you know, s- somebody who I'm considering picking up. Uh, a little bit of steam. Who, if he, I, he, this is somebody who you could pick up, or he, he's already rostered in in some leagues I'm in. But I think you're going to play him if you're if not if he's not rostered. Uh, is JD McKissick? You know, he he's getting a, a ton of targets out of the backfield. Uh, you know, I, I love him. You know, he got 14 targets. That's crazy. You know, um, yeah. the, he's somebody who you definitely want to elevate into your flex just on, on volume alone in that offense. He was the the third leading scorer in fantasy running backs yesterday, which isn't saying a lot. There wasn't a lot of bust out with running backs. It was kind of boom or bust too. You had you know Cook and McCaffrey, nobody else underneath. But I mean, McKissick has shown week after week. We talked about him last week too, so he's already somebody who we talked about picking up last week. And so if you're following along with us, and hopefully you are, you picked him up last week, and then now you're able to start him, and maybe you started him already, uh, and he got you that you know 18 points in your PPR league. So um, that, that's that's somebody who maybe is not going to be on the tip of everybody's tongue, but tell him Scott sent you. See how that goes. Alex Smith is going to be in trouble. We talked about it off air or maybe before air. I don't know, man. Been everywhere. Uh, Alex Smith, man, he's one hit away from another Thiesman situation, which I, Mm -hmm. you know, we already saw it almost happen with with Allen yesterday. That, that, gross, you know? Uh, Yeah, I like, I like the McKissick suggestion uh, because the best Alex Smith does is manage games. That's him at his best. You know, and I think that fits in well with dumping it off to your running back. So, right. right. Well, and and you know what? They're going up against the lowly lions who they're not that lowly, you know, they, they played okay. Um, but they gave up a bunch of yards on the ground. And so maybe it's just totally completely, uh, you know, uh, Antonio Gibson day, but I I don't think it's going to be, I think the, you know, the the Washington football team is going to have to, throw the ball a little bit too. We actually bet on this game last year for your birthday. Uh, if people don't know, Mike looks like he is, you know, 25 and in 21 jump street, the original, uh, but, but he is a, a, a cool cat at uh, about to be 41 in a couple Turning of weeks. 41 in a couple so, of weeks. Yeah, yeah, so man. Last year for his 40th, 40th week, we took a trip to the local casino uh, and that local is Charlestown, West Virginia, about an hour away from our house. We were kicking it and we were hitting cigars up. We were just, we were having the the best time. We put the the Washington football team, we bet against them. We bet against them. And then the Lions had just beat the Cowboys at their place the week before. It was a great game. We're like, oh, they're going to crush the the Washington football team. Nope. 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 We lost all the money. We lost it all. 
Yeah. And some jerk who I forget his name came and he won some crazy three team teaser, won three grand. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did he did one of those weird teasers where you don't have to put down a lot of money and the odds are horrible. So he put down, I don't know, like a hundred bucks on this horrible teaser that Terrible. had, yeah, just like the worst odds and he hit and he won, I don't know, 5,000 or something like that. So he won it by halftime and then we had to sit there and he left and, yeah. and he didn't buy us drinks. He didn't, you know, give us a lap dance, nothing, no chicken wings. Yeah. But anyway, I'm looking forward to your, 41st because we're going to go down to dc which has legalized gambling and we're going to figure something out down there um oh definitely trying to get my gamble on that's that's for sure oh yeah gamble love gambling uh if you don't know gambling you should meet gambling's fun <laughs> i'm glad i didn't bet these games this past weekend dude i'm glad i didn't bet the saints bucks uh glad i didn't bet uh Steelers Cowboys. I was gonna say that was not what anyone expected. Oh my gosh. Bad times. Yeah. Bad times. Yeah. What what, what let, let, let me ask you, what what is a tight end that you're looking at to elevate this week? Okay, uh, I got my tight end. Yeah, who, who I got a, this guy is probably somebody that everybody is been putting in their starting lineup because you probably drafted him in the third or fourth round. And now you're getting ready to say, I'm sick of this dude getting me five points. Is that Cash Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews. Cash Mark Collins. Andrews. Cash Collins is predicting this weekend a bounce back. I have the, I have a, a fearless forecast, as Yahoo likes to say, of five receptions, 50-plus yards, and one TD. Um, so you're going in like the 16, 17-point range. That would put him up in the tight end one, two quest for the week for sure and here's the thing and this is why i picked him as an interesting person with the segment is that if you look at new england they actually have statistically a good rating versus tight ends but i think it's somewhat fluky um and um uh, the safety that they're using to cover tight ends on, on a lot of their coverage packages uh, won't... Uh, the, the thing that I see about this game overall is that this is, this is going to be a great game for Ravens. New, yeah. New England... Um, terrible, terrible. Yeah, they're, 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 I think, second worst versus the run. Yeah. So this sets up to make a per it's a perfect game script um, for what the Baltimore Ravens want to do. Yeah. And um, I think, I, I think it sets up nicely for, for um, Andrews because it's the only person Lamar Jackson is capable of throwing to. He can't, he can't hit little, little Hollywood Brown. Like he needs, he needs a nice big target. So um, I, I think, I think the Ravens are going to dominate the game, and uh, I, I think he's he's the uh, the person that gets the bulk of the receptions. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a touchdown. So I think a lot of people are going to go on ESPN or wherever and see, mm -hmm. oh, New England third against tight ends. I'm sick of this dude. You know, I'm Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna put yeah. in Hayden Hurst or somebody else. You know that I'll you. I, I think this is your, you know, a, a payoff week for you if you've, you know, been starting that guy. 
I like it. And so does Bo and Bo knows. So Bo does now. There you go. No, I, I, I like it. You know, I, I was perusing the old tight end files and, uh, you know, somebody who is also a waiver wire pickup. Um, you know, I'm not saying they're a must start because, I, you know, honestly, you know, tight end is it's a it's a tricky wicket. You know, do you remember who you had last week that we suggested? I hit on mine. It wasn't great, but it was where, where I was right. Uh, who's yours? Do you remember? I, I actually do not remember. I don't remember either. Was uh, it might have been Harrison Bryant, but I don't think it was. I'm not sure. My memory is fading. I'm old. I'm I'm forty like three now. I think so. We're in our forties. We're yeah. Now we're, we're middle aged. Oh man, it's middle aged syndrome. Um, no, I, I like it. Bowman Bo big time likes it as well. He said, uh, you, your guy Andrews is going to be in his Wednesday article, which will be popping in two days over at nimble number. Nimble. I, I did call Ebron last week. He had a touchdown. So, you know, double digit fantasy points. So, uh, I'm, I'm trying to go for two for two. So who you got for tight end? Yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, you know, somebody who uh, scared you. I mean, they, I mean, they did, at least they scared me because, you know, uh, I, I had him, uh, is John U. Smith. He only had two targets last week. Corey Davis caught uh, a, a nothing burger, uh, you know, started. Uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. So John U. Smith, you're going to go, Hey, wait, the Colts, they're, they're, they're strong. Well, they are. Um, but here's the thing too. They're, they're really good against the run. And I know that the the Ravens could not run all over them. They ran a little bit, but they couldn't run all over them. And I don't think that Derrick Henry is going to run all over them either. I think they always try to run. I think the game plan every week is run Derrick Henry. 30, 30, yeah, 30 rushing attempts. Which which makes sense. I agree, which Mm -hmm. you can always do. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that what they're realizing is you have to figure out how to do the when you run and how you run in the context of the game flow. It really does matter. And so uh, they're better and they, they play more effective when John who gets the ball. And you saw it at the end of the game when they needed to kind of get that and he got that touchdown at the end. That's the guy. They, I think they're kind of coming back to John. So don't overlook him. You know, he's somebody who I was hesitant to start in my own league and uh, I put him in. I put him in. I started him and uh, he paid off. So. I think he's somebody who you can stick with next week, even though that's a tough Colts defense. They held Mark Andrews. But like you said, sometimes it's a mirage. Uh, you know, Lamar is not the, like the, the, the guy he was last year. I think we all kind of know that right now. Uh, he's just not. And that defense is not the defense that you're going to let him air it out for, you know, 40 plus attempts or whatever it is. So I, I like Mark Andrews a lot better this week. And I, I think I also John Smith as well. So we'll see. You get, they both can get touchdowns. Yeah. Um, you want to do QBs? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, I, I was trying to go two for two. I called, um, I called Tua last week. Um, I I would say Tua again versus the chargers, but, uh, you know, got to, got to bring in some, uh, fresh subject matter. Okay. Um, here's a guy that, uh, just was in the conversation about two seconds ago and I've been benching him and I am not going to bench him. Uh, this week it, it is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. I, I this is this is the game, man. They're they're playing the Patriots. Um, nobody takes it easy on the Patriots. Like they're right. gonna they're gonna they're gonna stomp them. They're, they're gonna, gonna score a bunch of points. And this is this is they're gonna get to finally play their brand of football. And I think. Uh, because they're so bad against the run, 
I expect Lamar Jackson to have uh, some really big chunk run plays as well. And he's their pass rush atrocious. It's perfect for him. He's going to be able to be video game Lamar Jackson this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm going to be doing a lot of him in DFS because his price tag is always so high. Yeah. Um, but as if you, you know, if you have him on your team and you're sick of him, like I am, I have him in, I think at least three leagues. Um, I will be, uh, I will be starting him this week in, in multiple leagues. Mm. No, uh, you know, I, I do like that. Uh, you know, here's somebody who I think you can start uh, this week. And uh, I have a feeling this game is going to be a, a shootout. And, and I know maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be wrong 100%. But, um, you know, Derek Carr could be a sneaky little play against the Broncos. You saw what Matt Ryan did to that secondary. Uh, you know, Derek Carr, another touchdown to Nelson Aguilar, another touchdown to, uh, you know, Darren Waller. I know they run the ball effectively. Uh, as well, but you know, he could definitely, I could see that game going, uh, you know, the Raiders last week, uh, they gave up 28 points, something like that. They gave up a bunch of points. So, uh, you know, this game could shoot. So Derek Carr is a sneaky little play. I know your boy Ruggs hasn't hit yet, but, uh, he, he will. I'm not afraid of rugs uh, not hitting. He, he'll hit eventually. You know, I just think, uh, I'm going to go to that well this week and see if it can win me boom, 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 a little bit of the QB pickups, uh, preview, uh, eviscerate Henry Ruggs is at the top of my list. <laughs> oh. Cash's pick of the draft did oh. not hit. Um, you know, I, I, I just don't see why you keep that guy on your team. I, I, I think he's going to be great in DFS uh, this year. Um, you know, and when you sprinkle him in, he's definitely going to have weeks where he's you know gets you 20 points Mm -hmm. um but i can't see why even keeping that guy if if you're in like a 12-man league uh if there's somebody better on the waiver wire so yeah yeah well you know what do you have any other guys that you want to put down uh yeah you want to go to mitigate we'll go to mitigate and eviscerate Um, again he kind of gets hard at this point in the season because you you know who you kind of already know this stuff you kind of know who to mitigate who to eviscerate um the people i had listed for the mitigate section of this program rams running backs because they're playing Seattle and the only thing Seattle is good on defensively is the run. They are, they are legit against the run. So I don't like any Rams running back this week. Um, and mainly Daryl Henderson. So no, I, I, I like that. That's a, that's a, that's a good mitigate. Uh, you know, last week was a tough week for, for RBs, you know, in, in general. Um, honestly, I don't want to be throwing shade at your boy, but if, if, if Montgomery comes back from his concussion, you can't mitigate him, but, oh, I give him a stink eye, you know. Um, I just think it's a good matchup this week. So I, uh, that's why I think a lot of people are going to mitigate him. Um, yeah. And I think that this week, if he's back, uh, he'll – I mean, right now in our league, 
the, it'll change as ESPN updates, but he's 14. Yeah. He's 14. So he's almost an RB1. And that's not because he's talented. It's just because that's all that they do is they just give him the ball. And he he's 14, and I think he has two touchdowns. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I think I think uh, that's why I picked him is because I think a lot of people are going to be kind of uh, I'm going to sit him this week. And I think if he plays, he's he's actually going to go right back to, you know, a 15 point game. Hmm. No, I, I, I like it. Um, what, what do you think about Jonathan Taylor? Uh, he has struggled. He's not gotten uh, out from under either of those running backs. Uh, we all thought he kind of have the show. He's not getting me what I need. People were saying he was sake that he was better than Saquon Barkley. Like that's what that was. That was the word on the the streets. Them. Well, well, you know, I think John Helmkamp painted that on the street, and then uh, you know told everybody that it was true. And then I think John went out and drafted him in like twenty startup dynasty leagues and like leveraged the future for like he was doing crazy trades to get him. those, yeah. t- those Twitter scraps yeah. were lying about oh, that. Oh, they were so lying. Somebody apologized. It was so funny. Somebody yeah. said the other day, I'm sorry for Jonathan Taylor. I'm so sorry, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying – here's the other thing, too. I Like, I think this is a good year to kind of bring back the idea that you got to – you gotta give rookies a little bit of time too. I'm not saying he's not gonna be a good running back. I just don't, you know. I I didn't. I just saw his his college film and I didn't see Saquon Barkley. Is all I'm saying. No. I, I I thought the hype was a little bit high, and um, yeah. I, I think I would if I he. He's an RB two at best, and if I had a better RB two, I would I would put him in over him. You know, so yeah, no, I I, I like that. Um, that that's my guy who I'm thinking of mitigating in the RB category. You know, a wide receiver, QB, any anybody. Uh, you know, we, we, we can jump around. We're bop, yeah, bop. yeah. Uh, I again, it's like we said, it's kind of hard, but I'm gonna go ahead and say. We don't really know how this Ken, um, Kenny Galladay situation is going to shake out, but Marvin Jones has a tough matchup regardless with Kendall Fuller and the Washington football team. Kendall Fuller is a legit corner. Yeah. Uh, and I think you might be tempted, especially, um, you know, if you have a few different guys uh, to, to maybe put him over somebody like John Brown or something like that. And I wouldn't, I would, I would, I would, uh, I'd keep Marvin Jones on the bench if if I can this week. Yes. Yeah. No, I I like that. I think that's a good call. Um, You know, somebody who I think is now mitigatable with John Brown back is Cole Beasley. You know, I I love the bees. The bees. The bees bees is one of my guys. He's got the little hair coming out the back. He's the bees. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I picked my guy Gabriel Davis to pop off. I put him in my DFS head-to-head lineup against my guy. I do appreciate him coming on my show on the DFS Money Shot on Saturday night. Uh, I had a big, big time on. I had John Lobb, you know, the, the gridiron scholar himself, and I whooped him. 
I woke him like 168 to like 142, something like that. It was, it was a, a sound drubbing. And Gabriel Davis got me a touchdown. He should have got me two. The replay showed he was inbounds and the ball was over. He should have got me even more money. So I love Gabriel Davis. He's somebody I'm going to talk about later in the waiver wire. Yeah, he's in my waiver wire too. So. Beasley, uh, Beasley, Beasley, Beasley. I mean, he'll yeah. pop up here and there, but Beasley's not going to get the targets. His target shares are down. Uh, his snap percentage is down. I went through and looked at that for my DFS purposes last week just to get the Bills wide receiver snap percentage. And Gabriel Davis is featured whenever John Brown is out. When John Brown is out, normally Gabriel Davis goes down. But now it's Cole Beasley. So Yeah. Um, anybody else you want to you see as a mitigator or should we just jump into eviscerate? It's tough with the QB position, you know, uh, because yeah. – Here's the thing about it. Yeah, you probably have two QBs if you're in the hunt. Because uh, if, if your QB goes down, you can't be like, oh, I guess my 200 bucks is gone. <laughs> you know, and so I, I think sometimes it's tricky to look at players each week. Like you said, like Jake Luton, you know, guy got 22 points. You know, uh, I'm not advocating for Jake Luton. He was playing against the third worst defense in, in the NFL. And somebody said that he practices against the second worst defense in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, that was pretty, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he's always Jake Luton's killing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to go advocate for something like that, but um, you know, I, a couple weeks ago, uh, we were thinking that Drew Brees was dusty. I don't think Drew Brees is as dusty. I know he is is definitely matchup dependent. You know, um, and I know Sam. Think so yeah, you think he's matchup dependent? I man, what I saw in that drubbing well, was man, he he looks like he's going to have a great last quarter of this fantasy football season, and and I mean, yeah. the Bucks are good, and he. He just went went back, went through his reads, and now that he has Michael Thomas, it's just like there's just another gear, and they he just he looked like 2019 Drew Brees. I mean, yeah. he was he was killing it. Well, no, and I'm not advocating to 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 sit him. I, but the, you think he's matchup dependent? Well, here's the reason why: it's the Taysom Hill factor. Is because I, 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 you saw what happened last year. The more they got closer to the playoffs, the more the Taysom Hill experiment was implemented. You know, and so I, I know Drew Brees isn't in love with it, but there's just that. I, I'm always thinking of like upside potential with my QB. I want the best possible, you know, bang for my buck. And the, Taysom Hill hanging around, always here to vulture a touchdown or whatever it is. It, I, he bothers me, Mike. He I get that. That's a good point. Taysom Hill. He just annoys everybody in, in fantasy, dude. I yeah. Mean, well, he annoys everybody except if you have him in Scott Fish because uh, Scott Fish tweeted out something uh, that he has um, – he was 17th. He beat like – he's 16th in quarterbacks. He beat every, you know everybody else last week. If you had any other quarterbacks, Taysom Hill was scoring more points in Scott Fish than him. So, I'm, I'm not watching the game because I'm trying to do this podcast, but Bo says Flacco on fire. Yeah, the game is 20, 27 points for the Jets, 17 for the Patriots. It's crazy. The Patriots suck. They suck. I the Jets it. are out of the tra- – they're going to be – they're going to be out of the Trevor Lawrence lock. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. How about them apples, eh? Yeah. How the dad, your boss. I, if I was the owner, I, I would be 
I would a massage parlor. <laughs> no, I would be spreading COVID to all my starters, dude. Like I would just be trying to get as many practice squad guys on this team as I could. Like this is horrible for them. Yeah. They're going to oh, lose man. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he says uh, Perryman has two TDs. That guy might be somebody you might want to feature in the waiver wire. So let's do that. Anybody else you want to viscerate or mitigate or chastigate? Well, or- we didn't. Uh, yeah, we previewed um, who we want to circumcise from our team. I, I'm I'm ready. Cash's pick of the draft, Henry Ruggs. Uh, I'll be looking at him again next year. Um, and uh, again, with rookies, you have to let them develop. But for 2020, he stinks. And you can cut him uh like our doctors do to the tip of our penis when we're three days old not everyone does that you know not everybody is subscribed like we're yeah we were talking uh you want to have that nice helmet look you got to do it so yeah here's the thing that's wild for me man like i'm not eviscerating anybody right now and looking at my team i i i man it's formidable i mean Robert Tanyan, Tanyan, Funyan, Bunyan, maybe somebody who I think is maybe droppable, but you never know. He could bust out anytime. You just never know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cut him yet. I, I hear the only other person I listed was, and he, I, he might have already been featured in the eviscerate portion of this program in previous weeks, but I've cut him. Is Keelan Cole? And yeah, he was an RB two, a couple weeks. I mean, a wide receiver two a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah. So. He he's he, he cut him. Yes, cut him like the foreskin. Just <laughs> <laughs> this is getting rabbinical. <laughs> <laughs> what what are they called? The the goils or yeah goils? yeah this is, yeah this is the the moil the moil yeah <laughs> the gamoil g- g- I don't know the moil I think it's with an M. Yeah, it's the moil. It like okay. gargoyle moil. Yeah, bring in the moil and it's cut like Henry that. Ruggs and Keelan and Cole. Just get rid of them and then put them in your soup and eat them. Because <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> you could make makeup out of them. You can, <laughs> you can put them into be- put them into your beauty care products and rub them on your face. We're going Buffalo Bill on us. Yeah, right. no, haven't you? Don't you know about that? Like all the celebs, they get like little foreskins from like Asian babies. Oh, you don't know about that? Oh, yeah, no, that's real. There's a whole lot of beauty products that's made out of foreskins. That's the secret ingredient. Swear I, gotta, to God. I want to Swear to God. Here, all but... these people in Hollywood that look so young, they've been rubbing little babies' foreskins on their cheeks, and we need to start doing it. That's why we wear sunglasses. Our crow's feet, it works. We need foreskin. See, here's the thing. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to peel back the, the foreskin here, but like mine's pretty soft now. So I understand you know, back then how soft it would be. You know what I mean? Like, wow. I don't know the science, but I don't think it's the softness that has anything to do with it. I think there's some greater chemistry afoot, but. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I know Jennifer Aniston looks great and she's like in her 50s. So baby foreskin. It's more than foreskin been near her face. Brad, Brad Pitts, you know, Pitts. That sucked. (laughs) 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 But I get where you're going with it. Yeah, his balls, maybe. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. 
I just want to laugh, brother. This is that's cool. I, I love hanging out. Maybe here. he does put his pits. That's probably <laughs> if I was Brad Pitt, I would take my pit and be like, yo, get some Brad Pitt pit. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh pit jokes. Uh not hitting. Not kind of hit. Yeah. You redeemed it. You redeemed it. I I do. Uh well, let's talk waiver wire. Let's here. Do waiver wire, yeah. You know. Uh, necessity is the mother of invention. And so normally I, w- I would not advocate for, for Duke Johnson for anything. You know what I mean? I mean, just, uh, uh, but a nice game, but, but if he gets in there and he's RB one in that offense, I mean, it's an offense, you know, you want the offense, you, you want the, the little dump off passes, you know, from, from somebody who's going to scramble. You, you, I think Duke Johnson is just somebody who, uh, he might be available on your waiver wire. Grab him up this week. You need him uh, if you got, especially if you if you were a David Johnson owner. Maybe you already had him because you knew David Johnson was a brittle old man. Um, but we'll see how long that injury lasts and and uh, if it's just this week or or even for a little bit longer. Yeah, we mentioned Curtis Samuel. Uh, if he's available, he's a must add, um, especially with the CMC situation. Um, and I think the CMC situation, let's say he misses only one week or whatever. I, I just think that they're going to play it cool with him. Like I can see Samuel um, just working in, you know, they could have a triad of backs. Um, so um, Curtis Samuel, Gabriel Davis for people we've named. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I think a, a, a back worth picking up and, and seeing what shakes out too is uh Devonte Booker, um, he looked really nice, and yeah. um, I could see a, a, a you know a timeshare developing a little bit more if he keeps playing the way he plays. Yeah. Um, so that was a back that I, I think's worth is noteworthy for the waiver wire segment. Yeah, yeah, I loved it at one point on Saturday, Sunday. Uh, there was uh, Kalen Balage and. Devontae Booker scoring touchdowns. Yeah, it's weird. Instead of Josh Jacobs and Justin Jackson, the JJJs were getting, yeah. uh, you know, there was no air horns. There was no, boo, 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 JJ yeah. Zachariza. None of that. And uh, somebody on Twitter tweeted out, hey, just like I said in my lineups, <laughs> you know, they're bitter. So, I mean, I lost my $100 double up on Justin Jackson. So, um, yeah, you never know in the NFL. I do like that call though. I think Booker looked fresh, and I mean he ran on that. I mean, pfft. yeah, that yeah, that one where he went around the end, he looked great. Yeah, yeah he looked really yeah. Tyree Foreman esque. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, the only other guy, uh, wide receiver, and we talked about Gabriel Davis uh, picking up is just to consider is, is David Moore. You know, I've had him on my team a couple of times here and there this year. Um, I, that offense, if they're gonna play that bad defensively that offense is just going to have volume uh and uh it can't lock it you know is not if they get locked they're like we're gonna lock lock it down nobody can get dk down that guy is he went against white and he held his own he was crushing uh i mean obviously russell wilson didn't play well um so but i think david more somebody you can play i got one more wide receiver and then we should talk defenses and then we'll uh do a little nfl and three tweet it um Ooh. My last uh, wide receiver is KJ Hamler, and he's Ooh. been featured on the waiver wire segment before. He hasn't hit, but again, 
there's been a lot of hype around this guy and he finally had that nice week um 10 targets uh i think i think that that you know that that trend continues Mm -hmm. um and again they're playing vegas too so uh they're the worst like they're literally the worst so um they he i think is is a good ad uh and he he's a ad and start probably yeah um so that's it for uh skill positions you want to you want to talk a little defense yeah i mean maybe it's just it's obvious but the the saints uh my god yep they're my, one of mine my god my god, wow. my god. yeah uh, I know Tom Brady and Father Time are arm wrestling right now. Uh, um, but it wasn't that, man. It, it was that D. It was the front. Right, the offensive line. I was supposed yeah. to say it's that wasn't that wasn't it. That's that could be blamed, old man Tom. But it was that defensive line getting push. Yeah. That's what they call it. Just push. Yeah. They put the pocket and they move it back in Brady's face. If you play against them, you can roll out your mobile quarterback. You have, you have an advantage. Uh, Tom can't do that. And so they crushed him. You know what that game reminded me of? It was like it was like the exact flip of the Bucks versus Packers, where the Bucks were just collapsing the pocket on Aaron Rodgers the entire game. And you could just see, you know, he's, he gives up a pick six, almost another pick six. And he just gets frustrated, demoralized. It was like Tom Brady got to, to, to eat a little bit of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I I, I think uh, Saints for sure. Um, uh, I like the Washington football team versus the Lions. Um, I think that's a good – I think that, that as far as defenses go, they're, they're decent. Um, they, you know, they have that, that, that great front – uh, for rushing the passer and um, you know the Lions aren't they're not scorching the earth uh, so I I think that that's a good you know streamer defense if you can get them um, the other uh, game of note and one or both of these teams might be available and I'll take either one is the Giants versus the Eagles mm, yeah, uh, like Eagles probably aren't available but um I would take if either one of those teams are available. I would play either one. So, I think I think those are great calls. I think, great call, great show. By the way, I'm gonna go <clears throat> pat it on the back, back deck. Air horn. Great plays. If you get those plays, you're gonna win every day. Uh, that's what yeah. I'm gonna say. Uh, so let's talk a little NFL. What 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 we're looking at here is just kind of the who who are you thinking about NFL broken in half? AFC yeah. NFC. Who, let's power who, rank it. Yeah, Let's who's power rank it? You you want to build it together? You want to do one of those like top five? No, I just want to know who's your just let's let's go off the jump. Who's your who's your number one in the NFC and who's your number one in the AFC? Who, who yeah. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you know, I I like the Saints. Yeah. The Saints. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was a that was just a tremendous yeah, you know, uh authoritative win that just they just put their foot on their neck yeah yeah that was strong to quite strong yeah how's your portfolio uh yeah it's bulging yeah strong to quite strong big 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 time you know and we're not male nurses either so you know it's authentic now i i like i like them and then 
Uh, AFC, I'll let you go first. Since you let me go a- NFC first, what do you think about AFC? Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs all day. Yeah, it's Chiefs. I, I can't even think of. Uh, I, I don't know. Steelers, they make an argument. They're undefeated. Ben hobbled, though. He's the hobbled Ben. That's know? why I said Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't see anybody else. Uh, Philip Oldman Rivers and the Colts, eh, you know, eh, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. they're not doing anything this year. The Titans, uh, no, I can't see it. They're just, it's, it's no. There's other good teams. Like you got, I, I think the other three teams in the discussion are the Bills. Yeah, Bills are strong. Yeah, Bills, I think the Titans, and I think the Steelers. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're a lower tier. They're a lower tier. They're, they're, those are the teams in the AFC. You know, one of those four teams is going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, I I just I can't see anybody beating the Chiefs in the playoffs, though. I just think I think I think they are not even, you know, like I think they're just kind of like a, a, a fighter, you know, just, you know, like LeBron James in the regular season, just, you know, moving through games and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they might lose to the Raiders or whatever, but they're when they get into the playoffs, I think they'll kick it up a whole nother notch. You know, yeah, see, they, like crazy weird Andy Reid plays, and it's gonna well, be. They, all- they do need to establish the run, not establish it, establish it because they're fine. But the running game's been a, a little bit um, not what it's used to. I mean, they're trying to figure it out with Bell. Well, I mean, that's the thing is that they've never really had a good running game. So now that they are like they have these great backs. It was like a whole. You were expecting them to see a whole, a, a whole nother level to their offense, and it's there enough. You know, it's there enough. So um, I think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl again. That's that's. But I think it's Chiefs. I think Drew Brees gets back. I think this is the year if he doesn't choke it up in the playoffs somehow. Well, last year they had Taysom Hill in there the whole time, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> that darn Taysom. Yeah, so so we got the Seahawks. I'm sure. Uh, who else in the NFC? Packers. I like Green Bay. Like Green Bay. Packers. Yeah. They and just the- lost Jerry Alexander, so I don't know for how long he left last game. We'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then we got the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks still have to be, you know, that game though. I mean, they have they they're a good team. That just yeah, I think that game just got yeah. out of hand quick, and I think it's kind of hard to come back from that. So. Um, I think the Saints have their number. If the Bucks don't have to see the Saints somehow in yeah. the playoffs, I think the Bucks could could make a, a deep run, maybe even, you know. Um, but yeah, so those are, I don't know, those are our four teams for AFC NFC. I like it. You want to jump to three tweeters? Trace tweets. Let me jump in. The end. Let me pick it up. <clears throat> I have the tweet deck up. I'm gonna go to our uh, our mentions. All right, go go. We'll do mine first. Go find the Justin Herbert one. Okay, I'm gonna go check you out. I'm in my DMs, folks. I gotta tell you, I don't know if there's a guy around who's got more sausage in his DMs than me. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, let me go to my screen. Sure. You know, I do respect producers a lot more. Now that I have to, and I run a classroom every day. I run a classroom every day, so you know I have to produce stuff and pull my screen share up and my videos. Here we go. All right. So hold on, hold on. This is uh, Scott Barrett. 
Um, he has a picture of Justin Herbert's pimply ass face, and it says, bro, if you think Herbert is good now, just wait till he's fully out of puberty. <laughs> yeah, heart that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I can't wait. He is so good. <clears throat> Did yeah. you see him go down this past weekend, too, where he was yeah. like laying on the ground for a second? Yeah. And he just went back and played good. What? What was that? Like, I, it looked like he hurt his ankle or his yeah. leg or something. I he didn't see wait on it for a second. Yeah, he, he didn't look great. I didn't see the replay for, for what happened. I just saw him laying down. And then, like, they, they called. They went like that. But um, I think it was young teenager cells just healed his body. Well, like, not for a play. They brought, in, they brought in Tarad Taylor for a right. play. And, in, and the two-point conversion. Yeah. Almost made it. It was tight. He was running in, and he just got stuff right back at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, it was not great. I like that. That's funny. That's funny. All right, so let me ask you because I I have two roads we could go down. I'm gonna let you choose. One is more um, choose your own adventure. I like it. Yeah, choose your own adventure. One is more redemptive and more like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Like, oh, it's nice, you know. The other one is more like, I, I'm just gonna laugh a lot. And it's option gonna, two, option two. Okay, all right. I, it might be a little inappropriate. So okay, that's um, fine. This is not safe for work. People always want to, you know. Um, I want to warn people if you're listening to the podcast. This is. I'm gonna describe things. That I, I'm not doing them. This is just. What it says on the tweet. Oh man, you're starting to make me want option one. Oh lord. <laughs> it's in it's in our DMs. N F S W. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, okay. I, I gotta get there. So give me a second. Um I gotta go back to my DMs. Tell me if you can see my DMs and our uh, show is rated explicit on iTunes. So yeah. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, I can see your DMs. You're doing good. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, is right. this Donald? Trump jerk off video? No, no. I'm trying to get to. Okay, yeah. Here it is. This is this is this is mine. Okay. I guess it's safe for work, but okay. Um, so it's it is. Yes, I don't. Know, I haven't seen this. I didn't watch this. Oh, you didn't see it. Okay. No. So it's election night coverage. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right, right. So right. Then, you gotta set it up for the listeners. And and Wolf Blitzer, Wolf Blitzer is um and, and the hard part is you can't see what I wrote, right? And so Wolf Blitzer is throwing it. Um he's talking, and then they pan over. This uh, is real. This this happened. I don't think this is real. I think this okay. is a plan. Okay, okay. Um and and I'm gonna I'm I'm blanking on this guy's name now because I'm laughing. Uh, is this John? What's his last name? John King. Is that John, John King? King. Yeah, I John can't King. see. John King. Yeah, I'll pull up. So I wrote, Mom, checking out the web history on the family computer. Okay. And then, uh, so we're in the studio in, in CNN or wherever, and, and John King is at the board, and it shows, you know, a part of the country in blue and red. Uh, and then on the screen, there's a porn hub. Sticker like an ad has popped up on the screen, and so I'll describe it. I'm gonna push play. 
<laughs> he, he throws <laughs> John King throws throws the Pornhub thing off the screen, goes out into his pocket, pulls out his notes and starts taking notes down on his tablet. Very dismissive. He does a squinty eye over away from it. It's great. I think that looks so real. That it looks, looks so real. So real. It looks so real. And yeah. so I just made the joke, you know, mom checking out the web history on the family computer. Your know, mom sees that porn hub, whatever. She just takes notes, takes, gets rid of it, takes a note. So uh, I thought that was that was worth a lot. Congratulations, sir. You have won week nine's three tweets. I, oh, I would like to hear your redemptive tweet. Oh, good, good, good. So let me go get it. I didn't put it in the feed because I wasn't sure if I was going to win, but. It, it, it's been getting a little traction today in my feed. Okay. So let me actually go to my notifications and see. Because, um, you know, you, you get some tweets that just blow up, you know. So hopefully I can find. Oh, yeah, here it is. You're going to love this. Check this out. Oh, yeah, I watched this, Jamie. This is tight. Yeah, go back. Okay, so a guy jumps on a trampoline, goes to a skateboard, Balance beam to another trampoline, one foot on a roll, ball bounce, ball bounce, ball bounce, ball bounce, tire over onto a barbell that rolls. He jumps off that onto a beanbag, onto a bench, runs on the bars, rides a bike across beams, jumps off it onto weights he runs across, jumping over hurdles onto different objects, onto a trampoline, single roll, two feet. Jumps onto another table, walks a tightrope, bouncing a ball. By the way, he's wearing a mask the whole this time. Is, this is just straight coronavirus 2020, what you do with your life if you, yeah. you know. Car tire, backflips onto a balance beam, and he sticks the yes! landing. Yeah, that, I saw this. Uh, this is. I wonder how many times he tried to do that. And then he collapsed. So yeah. That was probably the 300th time. It probably was the 300th time. So, yeah. So, for, for me, I thought that was the redemptive. No, we, we were not going to go uh, DT. You know, we're we're done with DT. I think I think that's that's kind of what we figured out. And um, uh, God bless America. So, yeah, that's, God bless America. Let's stay united, folks. Please, uh, please. Love everybody. Love our listeners. And uh, you got your plugs. Do your plugs. I would just say no hate, procreate. You know what I'm saying? And then pay yeah. your fair share in taxes, especially if you're a corporate entity who's offshore loading. Your right. condom. Don't spread AIDS. Of course. Right. Yeah. Reach what around. Else? Reach around if you're in the business, you know, give it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So on that note, please check out my guy, Bo underscore McBigTime on Twitter. Follow him there on Twitter. Buy his Hotbox brand hot sauce it's delicious go to hotboxbatch.com for that uh he also has merch you can get merch uh there as well he's got some nice merch and uh you know it, I, i'm wanting some for christmas told rose to get me some for christmas you can also get his hot sauce he's the man uh, you can check us out me and mike at the fancy this podcast will be up there if you're just tuning into the end or any part of it you go back and listen to it again uh and then also i'm nimble w numbers at twitter he is the ralph macho at Twitter, and then I am also nimblewnumbers.com. Go there for DFS. Go there for Bo McBig Times, Bonos every week. Uh, and seriously, this is important. We have an opportunity now as a country to come together and forgive each other. Doesn't mean we don't hold people accountable, though. 
And it's important. Uh, forgiveness and accountability are two things that go hand in hand because when you forgive people, some people acknowledge that they need forgiveness oftentimes and there's a healing process. So, you know, don't just go, oh, yeah, now we're all going to you know, forget. Either forgiveness needs to happen as well. So make sure you can forgive people. That's a good step personally to kind of move past some of the things, personal offenses and slights that maybe have caused rifts in your league or in your life or anything. You know, just forgive. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we're a condom and don't spread AIDS too. Well, both of those things. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I love it, Mike. I will see you next week here at 930 every single Monday night until the Super Bowl. After week 10. We're, we're, co- we're coming down the home stretch. Halfway done. Halfway yeah. done. All right. Okay. Love it, man. See you next Peace. week. Peace, peace. Peace, peace.